Welcome back to the latter side of everything here on a Thursday again. You know you can listen to this as a blog post on thelightcomedy.wordpress.com, thelightcomedy.blogspot.ca. Of course, if you want to find it as an RSS feed, you can listen to that, the lighter side of everything, on Stitcher Radio, FeedBurner, and of course, iTunes. For any old episodes, go to archive.org under The Light Comedy. Check it out. So, into this day's episode. I was going to say this week's, but, you know, two week. Ah, not a, not a negative topic per se, but a more of a one we need to explore. And we as a society, when I say we, um, the title says it all, but, uh, as it indicates, and for this one, there was no second guessing. There was only one title or one topic that I could truly do this today. <laughs> and we'll try and focus on the lighter side of it and see. Uh, that would be once every 10 years, someone sells me out. I was going to say screws me, but then that would have some, some sort of sexual connotation. So we'll go with sells me out. Um, I'll determine the what the brackets, <laughs> parentheses part are after um i'd like to say to everyone on a quick note about that well you know my entire life it was brackets like the mathematical writing you put it in brackets then all of a sudden i get into university and they're like put it in parentheses and i was like what are they talking about is that some sort of latin thing and uh i don't <laughs> i don't know i i assume you know i never necessarily don't say I blame others. Uh, I'll internalize it and say maybe I didn't pay attention, but it seems most likely to me that uh, there's no way I would never have heard that thought <laughs> between kindergarten and grade 12. Uh, I never heard the word. I always heard brackets, and you know that's why it's stuck in my head now. I don't really say parentheses. I no one really corrects me, but uh, you know try to be as correct as I can. Anyways, into the episode. So, um, I'll start with the earlier of the two. So it made me think of this story, and this, you know, this is not uh, this is obviously not the one that happened today. But when I worked at a gas station in high school, I thought I was friends with the boss's son. Uh, I was seventeen; he was twenty-seven. Not that we're best friends or anything, but we lo- I liked working with him. We would talk. It was, it was a funny guy. Uh, you know, had some funny times and yeah, good guy sort of thing. He was home from uh, school over there and work and working for the summer and kind of assistant managing the store. Uh, yeah, he was the owner's son. So yeah, um, I, he kind of said like, well, what's going to happen when school starts? Cause I was going back for my final year of high school and I said, yeah, you know, like, uh, I don't know. And then, um, for a little bit, I gave him that answer. And then it got about, ah, um, uh, geez, I don't know, halfway through, let's say, July. And uh, then my plan was I was going to go um, visit my friend in, uh, my visit my friend in a different part of the country. So that was, I think, a week I was going there. Maybe two weeks. Let's say two weeks. Um, 
Yeah, and so you know, I went there. Uh, my that was my plan. The first two weeks of August, and then the second two weeks when they sort of expecting I was going to come back, um, I was going to go try and play football and go to football training camp for the last two weeks of the summer. Yeah, uh, so basically, I wasn't going to be able to work for a month, and then I it sort of hit me like, well, I'm gonna take have to take a month off work. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to quit. So I basically said that I wasn't really going to tell him until a little bit before. So when my last schedule was out, but, um, so I guess this would have been in, in, uh, the beginning of July. So for the rest of the month, the new schedule comes out, um, very beginning of, of July. And yeah, they knew because I didn't work for four days in a row when I was working full time. And I was like, what the poop is this? <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay, I have a random holiday. Then up until the day that uh, I was supposed to go on holidays, um, they scheduled me to work, <laughs> the owner, uh, it was 18 days in a row, and not that, that that's that crazy, but this is at a gas station, obviously they open early and close late, there was several times when he had me close, so I was there till one, and then open up um, at five, not you know, not again, not that I'm saying this is the worst thing in the world, but when you're in high school and it's sort of a shock to your senses, um, he knew I needed the money. It was the last three weeks of my paycheck. So what does he do? He condenses all my holidays into one time, arguing that no one else can work in those days. And, uh, yeah, I mean, part of me thinks they just wanted me to quit knowing that. Um, I went and told them and they're kind of like, well, of course I knew. And, you know, the reason I think of this is because that guy sold me out. I trusted him. It was my first lesson. And, uh, you know, just because you think you're friends with someone and, uh, he's like, oh, I had to tell my father and I'm not being stereotypical about this, but, uh, they were South Koreans and he said like, it would be disrespectful. Like, I feel like that is a cliche in a lot of ways about certain Asian cultures, but that's what this gentleman said. And again, he was back visiting from South Korea where he worked and went to school. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't remember a lot of the details about that, <laughs> the rest of that story. Um, I work every single day. I was like, okay, bring it on sort of thing. And by the end, like I felt like towards the end, I was just, uh, looking for the light at the end of the tunnel and uh, <laughs> uh, whether that was death or uh, life it would be sweet relief <laughs> um, it was just tiring and, and things like that anyone can tell you that's ever worked at any sort of convenience store it's just so much just you know as my sister says the phrase standing and holding up walls you just you just stand and watch the store for a long, long time. Like especially when you work in the especially the later hours. The morning was the best shift by far. But anyways, this this episode is not necessarily about work, but that was the first time I learned. Um, there's trusting people, and then there's just thinking strategically. So why this relates to now about. Uh, maybe well not quite 10 years uh, maybe 
Yeah. Oh, well, pretty much about the same time, almost 10 years to the month, but a little bit later. Um, yeah. Uh, basically, for those of you who don't know from this, I do communications work. And currently, for my role, uh, I am doing work outside of my typical, you know, eight hours, nine to five hour thing. And I work, I do do graphic design work for a project that uh, the communication manager needs. Reason this is significant is that uh, the company, you know, maybe this is the most honest and upfront I've ever been about this specific subject, but yeah, the company deemed it as uh, that's the best way to do it. Uh, you know, that's the way it is. I don't mind it. It's it's more work, obviously, but. Uh, I mean, the dream would be to have a role in an organization where I don't have to do two jobs, but, you know, blessed with the opportunity and take it from there. So I'm fine with it. Um, But again, I get this role, the graphic design work, from talking to the communication manager. And it sort of uh, filters down from different projects. I don't do any of that work during the day. Uh, this is funny because it was suggested that perhaps I am doing some of it during the day. And I said, well, it would be very easy to tell when I'm doing that because you don't allow me to have that uh, graphic design programs on my work computer. So I have to use my personal Mac. If you don't see it out, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those things, right? You're like, eh, not happening. Um yeah. So anyways, that being said, um, I thought I was being helpful. And this is generally my thought. I thought I, you know, I would uh, keep my supervisor informed and keep her up to date with the happenings and the potential for the future. And I said the future was my speculation, my interpretation of what someone else said. For clarification and correctness, she should speak to the communications manager. I, you know, I opened up, I said a little bit more information than I typically would um, because, you know, I wanted her to trust me. I wanted her to feel like I was giving her genuine information and not just ink in her chain. I think that's the saying that applies here. If it's not, I apologize. Uh, What did she do? She went, instead of talking to the communication manager, went to the head GM and basically said everything that I speculated about not only was not something that I thought might happen in the future, but was something that is happening right now. And didn't say it was speculation, said it is fact. And so basically I was simply quoting the communication manager. It puts me in this awkward situation because I thought I was doing the right thing. Um, I didn't just brag to this woman. I didn't say anything like that. I said yeah, it'd be good if you guys connected, you know, and and talked. And and I, you know, didn't want uh, any negative feelings or hostility. But what happened? Well, yeah, she went to the big boss. Big boss was communication manager. It's my slip up. Um, I trusted someone when I shouldn't have. I feel like we've all been in these situations, and I know this <laughs> half the episode was explaining and telling the story of what happened, but... I've thought about it, and it's just, I don't know. There's so many mixed emotions. To me, it's a learning opportunity because it's like, okay, don't trust that person again. (laughs) But I don't don't have that gene. This is one of those, uh, something I might be different from people about. 
I don't have that will. Like, don't get me wrong. I work with a guy and he does not do good work and skips out a lot of work. So when he gets in trouble, of course it feels good. It's justice, right? It's not revenge. It, it, it is. It's justice. It's maybe it's vengeance. Maybe it is revenge in some extent, but that's different from what I'm talking about. Like, I've never got into a fight with my supervisor. I've never had negative. I try to be the facilitator between her and the rest of the team, and I sort of try to give her an inside perspective just to help the team go uh, more smoothly. And it, you know, here's a little (laughs) emotion and truth for you. It hurts because I like to think I go to my way to not react and not to hurt the team and, you know, be the calming sensation between uh, the team members that are upset with her decisions about certain things and upset with other coworkers and, uh, you know, didn't pay off. But the fact still stands. It is what it is. It's a decision she made. Um, the way I look at it personally is that she has to live with the decision she made. You might say, well, how is this affecting her right now? Well, like any <laughs> good suspense movie, you'll see. That's not a threat. In no way is a threat. <laughs> I don't want to hurt anyone else. I just want to benefit myself. But what I mean is I don't have that gene. Is I don't... I don't uh, yeah, I, I just don't have the ability. I don't know why she did it. I, I wouldn't even begin. Um, I'm told stories of like her and the communication manager have a history. They they worked together in the past, didn't work together. I, I don't know. I I mean, I know personally, but I, I don't know if that's it. I just, if you came into a situation and, uh, you know, and you had nothing to do with any previous relationship or you were just trying to do your best and help the organization, the team, whatever, and you get cut from a team, you get in trouble at work as a byproduct or like take the time, like someone trusts you. It doesn't really affect them. Um, and, and the fact that they tell you that they believe one thing, I just, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't have it again. I don't, I don't have the gene. Um, I believe in the vengeance and justice thing. I really do. But I'll never understand the spite. Like you do something in spite or to spite someone that you don't, like you don't have a negative feeling towards. You know, it could come out and she'd be like, you got the last cupcake that one day. But, you know, I, it just, you know, it stings because you're like, I defend you to people like, and you, you know, I don't want to be melodramatic here, but like you betrayed me. I was saying uh, today, and I say this often, my my life is like a lame version of Suits and Mad Men. <laughs> lame because the highlights could maybe make a from my life could make a commercial, <laughs> not a whole episode. Isn't that real life though? But yeah, it, it's just weird. Like I never really understood that. Like I never. You know, I talked about it before. I went went to high school, played basketball with this guy. Um, his name was Kalen, and he just came up to me at a party once. And he was a really cool guy; like everyone liked him. He was a good athlete, and he just came up to me once and he's like, "You know, I don't like you." And I was like, "Okay," 
I just feel like you have more to say. <laughs> and he said, I don't know why. I don't really have a reason. I just don't like you. And I was like, all right. And he's like, no, you're funny. And he's like, you don't really, he's like, you don't do anything that bugs me. He's like, I just don't like you. <laughs> and, and, you know, we all have people that rub us the wrong way. We judge people, whatever. But it was funny because he admitted that he should like me. He just doesn't. <laughs> I was just kind of like, all right. I don't know where we go for beer, but thank you for sharing that with me. <laughs> you know? um, obviously, I haven't spoken to this guy in many, many years. But it's it's just funny to think about that, like, again, like, it's that gene that some people have to, like, make these decisions. We all make decisions based on emotions and not on facts like it would be foolish for us to say that we are purely rational beings or purely emotional um some of us are able to separate one part from the other you know better some worse but it's just the cause like it's clearly a a uh, you know a synapse connection that i don't have or they don't have i'm not quite sure that's why i mentioned myself not having it first um It'd be nice to talk to, you know, get a therapist on this podcast to like speculate. Be like, no, 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 not about me. I want to talk about other people. They're like, mm -hmm, whatever helps you through your, uh, through your problems. And I'd say, great, that's great. Can you just speak into the mic, please? That'd be that'd be very helpful. <laughs> and say the letters out of everything. <laughs> so, you know, I just I just want to get inside people's heads because, you know, trust me, like I'm I'm. Looking at the lighter side of it, and it's a learning experience. Like, I won't make that mistake again. Um, you know, I, I like to say that. I guess I made it 10 years ago. It was a slightly different situation. I had rationale and uh, logic to what I was doing. I don't really regret it. Um, I regret the result. But, yeah, it's you show your true colors, I guess, that old cheesy saying. But it's true. Like, she said one thing, did the opposite did you know didn't help and uh yeah that'll be the last time that ever happens but but don't don't you just want to probe inside these people's heads you're glad i was about to say heads right <laughs> don't don't you want to like the decisions like we think about other people's decisions all the time but the one that just it's it's not even out to left field. It's in a different sport. You're playing baseball and, and they're swimming in the pool. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like to me. It's just like, what is your logic? What's your end game? Like, okay, so best case scenario for you, they fire me. Like, I'm, I'm picking the best case scenario. I don't think she wants to get me fired, but best case scenario, I absolutely stopped doing that work. Um, they somehow, you convince the communication manager to give you the work or, you know, you control in that area. And, you know, which again, I don't think would ever happen, but yeah, let's not rule it out. But then like the best case scenario, it still doesn't work out for you because you're a bad person. And I don't think she's a bad person. Like, I don't know. That's why it just seems so out of the blue to me. I don't think my supervisor is a bad person. I I just don't know why she did that. Like, you know, it's one of those scenes in the movie where you want to say, like, I never, I never did anything to you. And they go, you were bored. <laughs> or something dramatic like that. But I wish there was a backstory. I wish there was. I try to look at all angles of it. And uh, 
For the first time, I tried to be honest and upfront with her, and it backfired. So, uh, see how it goes. See how it goes in the future. But, you know, that's what it's about. Like, you go on from it, you learn, you go into the future. And, uh, yeah, trust me, it it uh, most definitely <sighs> was a learning experience. Um, the worst part is that, like, I feel bad because I feel like it's my fault. The communication manager, she's mad, not at me, just mad at the situation, mad at the way it went down, obviously mad at my supervisor, mad at the GM. Everybody's just mad at everybody. <laughs> I'm just here like, how can I help you? <laughs> uh, yeah. Where do we go from here? Forward. That's the only way we can. Uh, use it, put it in your uh, your sad pouch on your motorcycle and drive. <laughs> I don't know some of these metaphors or analogies I come up with. I hope they make sense. Sometimes I start saying them, and then I'm like, hmm, in my head, I'm like, well, this better make sense by the time I get to the end, and sometimes they do. <laughs> I'm pretty good on base percentage with uh, <laughs> pretty good accuracy to avoid the sports analogy or uh, comparison there, so... Anyways, um, yeah, hopefully you liked that episode. It was more of a somber one, but uh, not as much laughter and humor as the last ones. But, you know, it, it does have the philosophical side to it. And uh, some of you like those, so try to sprinkle those in. It was fresh on my brain and, you know, had to get the anger. That This whole podcast was just anger, in case that was unclear. <laughs> so... But thanks for listening. Uh, spread the love. That's what I ask of you. Um, thank you. Thank you for uh, you know not selling me out. Unless you're talking about getting me a uh, sponsorship deal, then I will sell out if that becomes an opportunity. <laughs> Until next time, this has been The Lighter Side of Everything. Ten-year episode. Not selling you out. Dang. Bye.